0: Welcome to the Deadlock Podcast. This is episode number 10. I'm James, one of the co-founders of Deadlock, and joining me today is Tony, one of the other co-founders. We get a little more serious than usual at some points in today's podcast as we discuss the Jordan Miles situation, WWE allowing the workers to be held as pawns in some sort of big business game of chess with Saudi Arabia. At some points, we're not too serious as we talk about JR saying, Wubba Lubba dub." Dumb. I think it's time to break all this stuff down. The boys are back in town. Damn it. Oh my God, Big. it's Pickle Rick.
1: <laughs> ah, Shazwa one Shazwa Blubba Dub Dub Dub. Rick. I Pickle <laughs> Rick. <Wee. laughs>
0: That's all I, I, my friend asked me about that. He said, did the dude from the, that the, jumped on the, the McDonald's table show up? I'm like, damn, they should have got him. They're really, <laughs> they're really into doing this. They should have committed. I'll never yeah, forget that video. Every time
1: I think about that, that's all I'll think about. Is that, <laughs> is that dude just jumping on the That sums about. up the culture of Rick and Morty for me right there.
0: Yeah, this week was an interesting week of uh, wrestling between the Pickle Rick, uh, Wubba Love, Wubba Dove Dove on AEW, <laughs> and then uh, in WWE, we had uh, Triple H and his NXT brethren invading on SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> it was it was something, and we're going to be talking about all that kind of stuff, and uh I think they had a pay-per-view also the crown jewel thing. I didn't wa- did you watch that?
1: I caught the fiend match because that's like really all I cared about. Actually the uh Oh the, the Fiend won. He won the match. He did win after thirty shitty curb stomps, by the way. They they did that gimmick all over again. So that move is did just they, retired Did at they this wrestle point.
0: did they wrestle a regular match?
1: I no, didn't know. They, they threw him into like a light box and it exploded, then fire, huh. then the fiend just sits up, and then Seth Rollins loses. That's it.
0: You know, part of me was kind of wishing they would just re- wrestle a regular match. Like they go from a big cartoon mallet and uh, death to just like lock wrist locks. Could and, you imagine if they takeovers. put on like a?
1: It was like Osprey versus Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, they just have a regular ass. Like they go for a five star wrestling match. <laughs> yes, that's uh, that's about the way to be, to be nothing.
1: Like thirty minute rest hold on the fiend. Yeah, just oh puts yes, the fiend let's
0: asleep. go. That's what that's what should have done. Like. You're,
1: your regular Orton Cena match where Orton puts the the headlock on for like twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, he just sits
0: it. on it. That's what he should have done. Yeah, yeah, wrenching <laughs> it in real good. You like that fiend? He's like, no, I don't like this shit. I try to get home he, and watch the damn thing. You know
1: what's fa- what's fantastic is even after that, he still Seth Rollins still got booed in Saudi Arabia. Like, he still he got booed booze. in Saudi Arabia for the stomps. People don't want the fiend to lose. Is he not on SmackDown the this fiend week? Lo-
0: or no, he's on Raw. Right, he's on fiend Raw. Is, who's on what
1: show dude i don't know anymore the fiend won the title the fiend is on smackdown right that's what i'm saying
0: but the fiend was on smackdown already but he won the universal title so he's on raw
1: no he's on smackdown and brock Lesnar said this company sucks i'm going to raw so they just traded titles
0: how why why can't
1: okay you know we'll because they, well, they No, no, hold on time because they messed up the brand split in one week
0: <laughs> that's what in i'm one saying has been one up. week <laughs> it's been one week since you fucked this up
1: <laughs> we need a music guy to make that pedro get on that yeah pedro make some
0: music
1: <laughs> it's been one week since you screwed up the brand split <laughs> Uh, yo
0: you'll notice me and Tony <laughs> this week Marcus isn't Marcus has a, has not returned because Marcus is in the middle of moving. He became the lead of digital marketing for the Washington Redskins football you team. You, you, you fucked it all up, James. What do you mean? Is that not the team?
1: You you, we were the, supposed to say that Marcus signed with the Redskins. Like, it was supposed to be a big deal, and he like people would think he's playing for the Redskins. No
0: one would have thought Marcus was playing with the
1: Washington <laughs> Redskins. He's the lead of digital marketing for the Washington Redskins. So if you see you a bunch a of nose
0: guard. fucking Chill, wrestling memes on the Redskins Twitter, you know he did it. <laughs> Just be aware. If he doesn't do
1: the fiend in a Redskins jersey oh my God. on that he, social media, Twitter, he needs I'll to be, be an ally. Upset. If he
0: does not go on Twitter and post about the fiend on the Skint Redskins, I will be so upset with Marcus. Oh my God, I'll be so upset. We had uh, we had a couple of things happen this week also with deadlock in general. Uh, one, we put up pre-orders for a new T-shirt that we're that we were doing for Halloween. Um, it's a Texas Deathmatch '93 shirt. And of course, you know what that means, Cactus Invader. We talk about that almost every episode. It feels like uh, it's a really, really sweet T-shirt. So uh, you know, we're not. It's a limited quantity, so we're not going to be stocking it any more than it's already stocked. So get your hands on it while you can. Pre-orders are up right now. We all we already had a ton of pre-orders, which was really, really cool. It's actually about to be the highest selling shirt that we've had yet. So that's like really, really yeah, cool. it's
1: fantastic, and it's not just for Halloween. You can wear it for Christmas. Thank. Wear the Thanksgiving. Yeah, show up to
0: Valentine's Day with your bloody ass Cactus
1: <laughs> Jack shirt. We ship literally anywhere yeah. I love it. The artist did a fantastic freaking job on this. Like we asked for this design and like nailed it In first first go around. It was fantastic. yeah yeah it was dope because he sent it over. He said you want me change anything? I said don't you dare.
0: <laughs> Don't you dare! Because it just, it's just—it's really, really nice. So we actually already ordered the shirts; they'll be here soon. I put on the website that it'll take a few weeks to uh, get the t-shirts, but it'll probably end up coming here even sooner than you know we imagine, just because I already put in the order and everything. So um, you can head over to shop.deadlightpw.com, check that out. Like I said, we ship literally anywhere in the world, so it doesn't matter where you live—you live in the UK or Saudi Arabia or literally anywhere—it does not matter. <laughs> you get, you do whatever you want. You pick a shirt up um this we is also, not the,
1: this is not just to do with like the, the drop this is like a limited drop so we also do have like a fall drop coming too
0: yeah we actually we already got we're also working on new designs right now so keep that in mind yeah, yeah, too yeah. for the future um speaking of different shirts also uh we actually have a few more shirts that we found when we uh the, we should we changed up the shipping of the shirts so like mm-hmm. i have the shirts now here um so mm-hmm. i went in and did stock Again, just kind of checking the inventory for the sizes. We actually found a few more short-sleeve Tiger Mask shirts. I know Ooh, I know, okay. a few people had asked me about it. Um, we actually have a few more larges that I found in the box. So if you were trying to get a Tiger Mask shirt and you couldn't because it was sold out in your size, um, just be sure to check that out. And uh, there should be a few more. I think there's only like one or two left. So, uh, you know, check that out. Like I said, shop.deadlappw.com. We got a lot of cool stuff coming the merch is like a, a big deal for us just because like we just put a lot of thought and like time into it we just want to make it the best we possibly can and
1: because you need those cool wrestling shirts because none of those nerdy ones with one-liner text this is, this is cool stuff yeah no nerd shit okay we only do Cactus invader shirts that's actually our <laughs> and our next drop is going to be sans <laughs> yeah sans and pickle rick, pickle rick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotta make a jr oh, okay. shirt with pickle rick <laughs> Wubba lubba dum dum. Say wubba lubba dum dum. Jr. Say it. He got put on the spot by his caliber, man. He's a. Say oh, speaking of, uh, Katniss Invader. Also, Patreon's been updated quite a bit. Uh, we had uh, all the Patreon stuff come through, and uh, you know, of course, I'm gonna read off all the names this month. Uh, which That's we cool. have. We have freaking over. We have forty freaking patrons, which is kind of nuts. Um, and we put up some really dope stuff this week. Uh, we ended up putting up a hidden gems video, uh, which is from a recording we did that didn't make the air, uh, where I talked about how we how me and Tubby uh just the origins of the twenty four seven action championship, some of the dumb shit we talked about doing and thought about doing like at one point I was gonna have Tubby smack me with light tubes. That didn't happen, <laughs> thank God. And, <laughs> and I talk about they, they're why they're that didn't idea. happen. Yeah, we I, I go about all that stuff. Um that's up there for, for literally any patron. So if you're in the one dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, it doesn't matter. Uh, you'll be able to see it. Me and Tony also recorded a special video for the shirt drop where we watched a little bit of Halloween Havoc 93. We watched the Cactus Invader match. We watched the cold open with Tony Schiavone where he was like scaring a bunch of little kids. Uh, and we also watched where Vader spun the wheel and we try to figure out what the hell a Prince of Darkness match is. So, so it was <laughs> I'm still Ozzy trying Osborne. to figure it out. I'm
1: assuming it's Ozzy Osbourne coming out and just... We have to get uh, Tony
0: Schiavone to answer the question for us. He's... Did you see on Twitter? He actually redid the cold open from Halloween. Havoc. I
1: did see that. That, that was, was actually insane. I popped so hard for
0: that. I was like, "Holy shit! I can't believe he just did this." It was really, you really don't good. Give us
1: something better. We're leaving.
0: <laughs> you guys have to watch that video, man. If you become a patron now, you know, next month, next week, the video will be there for you. Just hopefully, you get a chance to check it out at some point because I think it was it was a really really funny video.
1: Uh, and kid, what's the, the best is that roasting. it's a $1 Patreon tier, so like literally anybody can get it for yeah. just a buck. You can't find that. That's you can't that, get a uh, cup of Joe for a buck anymore. You can't. You really can't but, hit and you get can a for you can go to Deadlock on anymore. Patreon and get your, get your exclusive content.
0: Yeah, patreon.com forward slash Deadlock PW. You can head over there. Um, really quick, I'd like to give a shout out to everybody who uh, stayed patrons or became a patron this month. I appreciate Woo! you guys. Yeah, let's you really go. Do, uh, you helped make this happen, so thank you. Uh, in the $10 tier, we had Blake Xavier, Brooks Nose, Cherry Chase, Corn Dog, Dada Too Toxic, Dylan McNeil, Good Crescent, Just Omega Man, Levi Hollowich, Mike C, Nick Jai, Teeny Weenie Boy, That King for Ooh. a Day, and X Jag. I oh, appreciate you guys. Uh, we had a couple in the $5 Becoming Deadlock tier, which was Dylan Adams, Jose Garcia, Julian Bolin, and Slick Johnny. And of course, at the one dollar tier, the support deadline tier, we had Akai James, Austin Big V eight two seven Buttercup three Chicken Nugget, <laughs> CM Razor three <laughs> Christian Valencia, Dustin Johnson, Jalen Carter, James Hodges, Josh and Bowling, Marcus Brown, Matt Cook, Mont Sexton. Has such a great name. Nermian, Nicholas Wheeler, Schmitty Harry, Schmitty, Schmitty. (laughs) Tiger Man 66, Yodi, Yure Otaku, Zach Draw, and Zekro. Thank you guys so much, man. Uh, Like I said, you guys really do help this happen. And uh, I hope that you get something or uh, feel good about doing it. Uh, we had a couple of gimmicks that I get to read to Tony that I made up here. They're great, Ooh, the Let's way. go. Yeah, so I got a couple of gimmicks here um, for people that became $10 patrons. If you come a $10 patron, that's one of the gimmicks you get. You get your own gimmick on the air. Um, it's a gimmick, gimmick, gimmick. Gimmick, 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 gimmick me gimmick, up, brother. Gimmick, brother. Yeah, my brother. <laughs> we gimmick, had gimmick, uh, gimmick. Blake Xavier, Good Crescent, and Michael Robinson. So I had to come up with a few things here. And like I said last week on the podcast, Blake Xavier was always going to get an X-Men gimmick, and uh, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I gave him. Let's 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 get it. All right, so Blake Xavier. His gimmick is Professor Charles Kirby. You know where I came up with that name? Uh, Professor Xavier from X-Men. Yeah. So Kirby just, is your yeah, favorite video game of no, all time. Well, that I guess. But Jack Kirby <laughs> drew Professor Xavier. He he helped Stanley come up with it. So uh, Stanley I mean, I mean Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> so Professor Charles Kirby His finisher is the X-Bomb, which is an iron claw bomb. Here's his backstory here. A once-talented science professor, Charles Kirby decided that he wanted to take his life down a different path after getting ridiculed by kids every day about being a big-ass nerd. After (laughs) attending a local professional wrestling event, Charles signed up for classes where he learned the trick of the trade. Now, one of the smartest men in the business, along with his slick tongue and charm, Charles Kirby can talk his way out of anything and fight his way over anyone with his X Bomb finisher.
1: Ooh, all right, I love it, love it, love it. Da-da. That's hot. The X Bomb, no, that that's the move right there. That that's that good shit. That's we it. had a uh, good Crescent. His
0: gimmick is Dirty Philip Belmont. His finisher Ooh. is the knee to face, which is the Busaiku knee that Daniel Bryan does or as uh, Xavier likes to call it on AEW, the sexy chucky knee. <laughs> <laughs> did, did I tell you <laughs> I ever tell you about the sexy chucky knee? Uh, I don't know. Did I, did I, I don't know if I ever linked you to it or not, but uh yeah, so like Excalibur would always call it the sexy chucky knee and Trent hated fucking just hated that that he called it that. And he tweeted the he tweeted he's like can someone tell Excalibur to stop fucking calling it the sexy chuggy knee? <laughs> so Excalibur on AEW, it's a sexy chuggy knee. <laughs> and that is why he calls it that. And then Jim Ross is like, what are you talking about? Don't you that that Why is he not going for the pin off the snap suplex? <laughs> JR, can you please let the boys just work? Please. All right. So, Dirty Philip Belmont. Uh, his backstory Philip grew up in a middle class household, but Phillips was always down with the motherfucking streets. With his skateboard and his Jinko jeans, Philip set out at 18 to find his own calling in life. After tagging up a building one night with a big ass penis, Philip saw a flyer for pro wrestling school. He got his nickname Dirty because he does what he needs to do to get the win, and whether that be cheating or straight up cheesing countouts like a big ass loser, Philip Belmont does what he needs to do to win a match.
1: I love it, dude. I don't think the countout is, is it underutilized in pro wrestling. Why don't more people go for a countout?
0: Because they see everybody online at WB2K do it, and they're like, this fucking shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'm going to be a wrestler where I just throw people out of the ring and try and get yeah, count. Yeah, that's
0: a big heel thing. I think that could really get over Like, you just get them like, out. Especially if you're champion,
1: bro. Yeah, why count don't they should,
0: they should do that in real life? Like, people, they should throw them out of the ring and then, like, like, go for the countout. They get back in the ring. You stay out of the ring, and then you just cheese taunts just do the
1: do the do the cactus the cactus
0: arm or the uh the throat cut one where you just go yeah
1: yeah, yeah
0: the cactus yeah. Arm. <laughs> except
1: one time you accidentally go ooh and set yourself up for disaster
0: <laughs> that dude that's oh my god if they're gonna if Kenny Omega's gonna if his new gimmick is big gamer loser nerd he definitely has to do that where he's like yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. cactus taunt cactus taunt cactus taunt that would be so cheesy you should literally do a apex tournament to find a tag partner in aew that would be fantastic yeah i mean he's already all in on the whole big nerd loser gimmick so he might as well go keep going (laughs) all right
0: and the last guy uh michael robinson his gimmick is out of time mike fox his finisher Mm. is the blink driver which is a michinoku driver and his backstory is mike fox is always out of time whether it's trying to finish a test in school, trying to take a shit before work starts, or trying to finish a match before the time limit. Mike Fox currently holds the world record for most time limit draws in professional wrestling because every single time he stars. tries to hit the blink driver, he's just out of time, Tony. Till this day, no one's kicked out of it because time doesn't allow anyone to kick out of it.
1: Oh, I like it. I like it. Procrastination. Got like a one of those glasses that you turn upside down and the. That's his Tron. Time the zone. hourglass. Yeah, the that hourglass. one of those glasses. Well, I couldn't think of the name of it. Shut up. He's got to have a knife. Dude, right? Doesn't everybody have a knife? Out of time. Time's up. What do you got there?
0: A knife. No.
1: <laughs> I'm about to spit on my drink.
0: Everyone's got a freaking knife.
1: <laughs> You're going to die. All right.
0: That's so can we, can we talk about AEW first, man? Wubba
1: Wubba Dub Dub. Pickle Rick. is JR. Ah, Pickle Rick. <laughs> it was Pickle Rick night. At AEW, AEW pickle
0: Rick. I was like, oh no! <laughs> they had a little mask and everything. They had uh they had Morty and Rick mass They had the best friends come out as, as- they had Justin Roiland on commentary
1: going, oh, "This is a uh, pickle, Rick. <laughs> pickle Rick, whatever is it yeah." That. What is going on here?
0: <laughs> uh, but I I will legitimately say that Jr. saying "What beloved dub dub" was maybe top that five. That was fantastic. This week. And Excalibur was like, I gotta get him to do this like. It's he a, definitely like a, that was definitely he they definitely said Excalibur say Wubba Lubba dub dub and he went off script and said no JR No
1: I'm guarantee it was like Kenny and Cody and all them were like you gotta get Jim Ross to say this and they're like just slide this over and tell him to say JR's reading off the sheet Wubba Lubba
0: dub dub. Oh that's perfect. Thank you so much. And now that'll be a soundbite for the rest of his life that he'll never be able to escape. That was fantastic though. I almost of course it was during the that. best
1: friends match, so that was fantastic too.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's even more funny because the best friends shit on all sort of sellout shit like that in wrestling, and then they get the best friends to do that. It's like, welcome to the big times, Chucky.
1: <laughs> even Orange Cassidy was in gear for it, dude. Yeah, Fantastic. I was. Wow, I was
0: like, okay. Um, I mean, I, I didn't hate it. I, I thought you know it was funny because it was self-aware of how dumb this whole thing is. You know, I, I thought it was, it was whatever. It was okay.
1: Well, it did remind me that show's coming back because I totally forgot because
0: I haven't watched Rick and Morty in a while, man. I think I that's stopped good, watching man. it after Dude Man jumped on top of the
1: counter and said, Pick a Rick! I said, that's,
0: that's it for me. I'll check it out. I'll check it out on Rick right, and Morty. I'm
1: going to go now. I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Alright, I'm going to head out. <laughs> you, yeah, you could just binge it on Hulu if you care, but if not, I mean, fine. yeah,
0: I mean, I have to. i got to get my IQ up, so hopefully I can get through that. AEW it over here. Uh, they, they announced by the way, we talked about this the other week. Uh, they announced Rick and Morty before they announced the women. Isn't that great? Yeah. They they they, yeah. they 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 Tony, they signed a new woman and they just they put they didn't even they didn't even announce that she was gonna be on the show. They didn't even that, announce that. that I'm like, is what is true, going on? Yeah. But they're like, pickle rick! Pickle Rick <laughs> <laughs> Like I think there's a conversation to be had about how AEW is presenting the women's division when they're instead of announcing this new person they signed to a three-year deal versus a uh woman that just moved it was like to a America. casual tweet it was just yeah, a casual like, tweet. hey check it out she's about to wrestle and the whole show they're like pick a rick <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely a conversation to be had about about the women's division and maybe uh what what's
1: not happening here. To be you fair, Tony Khan spent a lot of money on those contracts that he signed these people to, so he's going to have to sell out a little bit here to do the pickle Rick and the Jay and Silent Bob. He, yeah, yeah, happy. the Jay
0: and Silent Bob stuff. I almost forgot about that completely until you just mentioned it. I saw that. Um, I saw that Kevin Smith. I saw he posted something on Twitter about um Spider Man. I think he said that MCU Spider Man is better than the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Uh, which is just fucking wrong. I mean, it's just wrong. Right? I mean that's just wrong. <laughs> I mean, like, we're just lying on Twitter, I guess is what Spider we're Man doing. Spider Man is the greatest movie of all time. So. Yeah, I mean, like the same Raimi Spider-Man movies are incredibly better than the shallow, fucking forced Spider Man MCU garbage. Ooh, we're gonna Bonesaw's build a world. Ready. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean look it's a pedestal here, dude. All right, let's look at it. let's look at a let's look at like a scale. One had Bone Saw, one did not. Like what else do you need? Like <laughs> what, it, do you need one had Bruce Campbell, one did not. Like what else do you need here to, to for me to explain to you that the Sam Raimi joints were better than you know what I mean? Kevin Smith, yeah. you're not allowed to be back on AEW, buddy. So
1: enjoy <laughs> and
0: you got and you got blacklisted from WWE because you went to AEW. So that have fun true, in limbo. Yeah. You're never going anywhere, buddy.
1: He'll show up in NWA. It's gonna
0: happen. Oh God, yeah, he'll show up in NWA and he'll talk about comic books, and then Nick Aldis will kick his ass. That ain't, <laughs> that ain't a manly thing to talk about now, brother. <laughs> get, you, get some peach fuzz. That's all I think about when I watch NWA. Is like they're about to start cutting. <laughs> if they don't a do a man Manscaped men stuff, dude. If they don't do a manscape promo on on NWA, that is such a missed opportunity for them, especially because Manscape is going to literally everybody right now and saying like, hey, like you want to do a crossover. If NWA doesn't do a shave your balls gimmick on the TV show, they have. That's right up Tim Storm's
1: corner. alley, dude. Tim Storm shaving his balls. Tim Storm loves shaving his balls and teaching kids. <laughs> oh, and wrestling, I guess he likes that a little. If bit we just too. give Jim Cornette the read. I'd love that. Please make that happen. Jim Cornette, let hmm. him read the ball shaving. it would be someone's got to read it. How about uh, Eddie Kingston? That'd be cool.
0: Hey, good. partner. <laughs> <laughs> Shave your balls. Oh that he kicks you. He's talking about his balls. Sounds about right. Right. Sounds about right. So we had Pickle Rick uh on AEW. Speaking of the women's division, we also had Ikari shida coming over to the United States. She now lives here. Uh I'm not sure if she got a house or if she got an apartment or wherever the case may be. But she has a long term deal with AEW. You trying to dox
1: her? Yeah, yeah.
0: We gotta figure out the information. (laughs) Get Bix! Bix! We need the information! (laughs) So uh, Hikari Shida's in the United States now She's on a long term deal with AEW Um, I'm not sure that means That she can't take any Japanese dates Because Kenny Omega was just on DDT Ultimate Party The other night Uh, And they also have a working relationship with DDT Not that Hikari Shida worked DDT A lot or anything But like there's a possibility for her to work with I guess AEW companies That they're partnered with So Mm -hmm. she could do that Yeah it's probably
1: the partnered companies I'm sure um, she fine. does
0: Makai, which is a uh, almost like a play with wrestling, which is pretty interesting. Okay. You can watch that on YouTube. She could also, I think, I think she can still do that. Um, but of course, AEW has to take priority over anything that she does. So, Hikaru she to face Shana. Um, I know that she worked Stardom. That's pretty. I've, I haven't even seen too much from her Stardom run. Um, I just know she was there um and i know that i remember her being in tna for a small bit of time she was actually uh she was pretty solid the match was good the match that they ended up working on tv um you know that i didn't expect it to go that way i didn't even know Mm -hmm. they signed her i don't know if they signed her before the show or after the show um but she ended up signing full-time and they announced it after the match i expected cheetah to just barrel roll through her i thought they were going to build you know like build her up and like just like smack her around a little bit that didn't fucking happen they went they went like pretty long. Was it a two-seg match? I mean, I remember there was a commercial break in between at least once or twice. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Crowd, once again, like the crowd translation, that's going to be the roughest thing for them. Is like AEW doesn't present their women's division as like a, they definitely don't present it on the same level as any of their other divisions, period. Um, And you set that precedent for your crowd and then like, they're alre- they already know that this doesn't matter as much as your tag, Hickory. yeah, doesn't matter as much as wobble up a dub dub, uh, Orange Cassidy. So. Well, we didn't even
1: know there was a new woman signed until after you. Know, yeah, so. that's what I'm
0: saying. They didn't say anything. They literally posted a tweet right as they went to commercial before the match. They said, "Hey, is up next." On Twitter, it's like, dude. Okay, so you didn't announce this before the show. You didn't announce this at the beginning of the show. They, that's the, that was the biggest thing is they didn't even announce it at the beginning of the show. They announced it right as it was happening. And it's just like, you have to set like a precedent for these women to where like they mean more than the way that they are right now, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, they're like, they feel like an afterthought. In yeah. AEW.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if that'll change. You know, they're, they're in an interesting position right now where like Riho's working Japanese dates quite a bit she's a champion in Japan also mm-hmm. um, Sheeta wasn't moved to the United States yet you know obviously there's some things especially because I think they're going to run the division around Riho and Shida for the most part and awesome Kong because you, you saw Brandy acting like a witch right or whatever she was like ah yeah, I'm gonna yeah what the fuck was that
1: well the other week she was like <laughs> yeah that yeah. was awful that yeah. was the worst Point thing I ever seen. and now like, she's like, <laughs> like putting on makeup or something what was she doing she was like I don't know what she was doing it was wild yeah, I
0: don't, yeah. It, it seems like she's kind of transitioning into a manager position for awesome kong um yeah which is probably best case scenario if she has to be on tv like if she absolutely has
1: to then like that's Mm -hmm. better than her working right i feel like they were trying to build around like kylie ray and stuff and then she left for whatever reason that was so that was going to be like their main focus probably and then Yeah. yeah Britt baker now which i don't think is delivering at all yeah, no, I don't... So I think they maybe pivoted, that's just honestly. what it... Maybe they're, like, pivoting. They're kind of like, ah, we got to figure out what this women's division <laughs> actually is.
0: Ah, that's not hot.
1: Because <laughs> we were going to do Kylie Ray. She left. Then we got Britt Baker. I guess we got Brandy. What are we going to do? What? Are, and then they're just like, all right, so once they... I'm, I'm thinking once they figure it out and they get, like, all of it taken care of, like, it'll be better. But for now, they're in, like, a growing pains, I think. I think that that is a very good way to say it, that they...
0: Got a little too big for their britches a little too quick maybe and like, I mean the tag the tag thing that we had later on in the evening was cool. Don't get me wrong, like that was dope. Um, mm-hmm. the 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 main event scene right now with the inner circle and stuff that's dope. But like it very obviously, do we have a lag behind for whatever they're trying to pull with the women? Right? I mean like, yeah yeah very exactly. obviously. So, um, it would be cool like because I mean I genuinely. Tune into to this show to see what like Hikari Shida and Riho were doing, or if Yuka Sakazaki, you know, she's coming back in December. Mm-hmm. It seems like, um, by the way, Yuka Sakazaki won the uh, Princess of Princess Championship last night at DDT Ultimate Party, so she could be coming back to AEW with that championship. So that's Ooh, all right. Let's that's go. Pretty dope. Um, yeah, that match she had last night was fantastic, and like Yuka, Yuka got over on AEW uh, almost immediately just by existing. Like it was kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Yeah,
0: yeah. She like she just was there, and it, it's just I don't know. There's some like uh, X factor that that a lot of these women have. That AEW has a good women's roster. They just need to not shit the bed with it, like they're currently. Yeah, doing.
1: I feel like they're on like limited dates with a lot of these women, and when they figure all those dates out, they'll be like, "All right, so now we're good." Well, what did they say when they first
0: started? They're like, well, you know, the Young Bucks will book the tag team division. Cody will book the heavyweight division. It's just like Kenny will keep up with the women's stuff. And it's just like, I feel like, Kenny, what are you doing, man? I feel like you let me down over uh, here, Kenny. Got to play Apex. It's yeah, Kenny got caught up in a duo game. He said, I don't know, man, Twitch Rivals <laughs> is coming up. I just can't book this women's shit. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't
1: know uh, what's happening here. So yeah, definitely the bucks out. have been taking care of that tag division very well very I, well. i feel like
0: we've had infinite tag team matches infinite what? like every wasn't week it last tag week teams. all tag matches yeah I it was pretty so. much all it was like they had i think i think the only one that wasn't was moxley and Pac.
1: yeah yeah, that, yeah could, I that, think so. that was
0: like one of the only ones they had so it's just like all right bro if we could have like multiple women matches on the card like you know Shido in one match, Riho. Like, you definitely have the talent there to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely wouldn't put Yeah, I like, do. I wouldn't, like, I mean, you could tell. If Did you watch AEW Dark the other week? Um, I missed it last week. Okay, yeah. so they had a fatal four way between Amy Sakura, um, Sadie Gibbs, Allie, and. I already forgot who else it was. But anyways, the big deal here is Amy Sakura was on the guard. So they like she was working a lot of AEW dates and you have the talent here to do this. Hell, you have a free go to championship match. Just Riho and Amy Sakura, you know what I mean? hmm Yeah. You trained her. Just fucking throw her in a singles match and call it a day. Just have her attack her in the back and then just have a fucking match. It's like the the match is there and Kenny knows it's there. And it's just like they just don't they just didn't do it. I'm just like, okay. Um, which is why I think they don't have any long term plans with the women's division yet. Um, they what dro- is
1: the match at Full Gear? Is it what is the have they even announced one? Do they have? Is it it's next week? Baker? Isn't it? Is it Britt Baker? Do they not? Yeah, it is next week. It is on the ninth Saturday. Um, is no. it Britt Baker? I'm confused. I don't know. I, who I think is. they dropped the
0: Aja Kong and Awesome Kong thing. I haven't heard a single thing. I saw. I mean, I, we saw Awesome Kong on TV, but I haven't
1: seen anything else. Maybe there was contract. I feel like there's a lot of contract. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. I don't know. Yeah, the only matches they have is Jericho Cody and Moxley Omega, so I don't know what else they got on the Dude, card.
0: What is this guard, bro? You gotta flesh this baby out quick. You gotta go. I mean, this in a
1: week, man. It's in a week. They have a oh, they have a tag match as well. Young Bucks and young right, that what
0: it? Yeah, that what yeah, it is? Yeah, they do. Young
1: Bucks and Proud and Powerful. That's what yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah. yeah but they so don't even is... have that on their website yet. So Update your website, Fantastic. Tony. Fantastic. Update Fantastic. your
0: website, Tony.
1: On um, my website.
0: Speaking of JR and his Wubba Lubba Dub Dub, that was a highlight of JR all evening with him saying Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. The rest Pretty of much. the evening was JR questioning every single wrestler. The Dude, I was I was like, I was like, dude, I got to mute the fucking TV. He did not, like, every single match he was questioning wrestlers. Why are they doing this? Why aren't they pinning them here? I'm like, you're not, like, they're not getting over from this. No one's getting and over Xca- from
1: this. Excalibur was throwing it in too though he was like jumping in on the jr banner he's like oh yeah you're right he didn't hook the leg he should have hooked the leg
0: it's just uh. like what, like they ne- like that never happened in wwe with jr like jr didn't spend any wwe match questioning bret hart he didn't spend anything questioning what val venus was doing shaking his ass and showing off his penis <laughs> like he never questioned that once it's just like wh- the I just I won't forget that private party of Lucha Bros shit where Jr. literally just spent the entire match just going, oh. <laughs> it's just like bro, put uh, this shit
1: over. It's because he doesn't actually enjoy it, and you can tell when he doesn't. You can enjoy tell it. you
0: can tell he doesn't want to be there for
1: any of this shit, and like he'll tell you a hundred
0: times over that he does and that he really cares about this shit. But like, you know, actions speak louder than words, my brother. You know what I mean? He, like, don't, care. he it, don't care. He don't care. He don't want to You get on TV and it sounds like shit, and I'm like, okay, well, if you don't fucking care, then like this is just drain the energy from this match. I wish, I wish these companies would have a feed with no commentary, period, or maybe an Excalibur and Tony Schiavone only feed. I'll take. Yeah, that but Schiavone
1: was not there half the show. He was in a limo with Cody the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. The fake taxi. <laughs> the fake taxi gonna blow him. <laughs> it was like really weird audio as well in that taxi so it's like I didn't even know was that on TV or was that like commercial break no that was on TV that That whole segment was on
0: TV where they were just talking in the back of the limo
1: yeah it was like they would cut it was like throughout the night kind of thing Um, I saw that when I saw your daddy butt ass naked Cody
0: yeah I was like yeah that's literally what happened that's (laughs) literally what happened (laughs) I was like damn is this commercial or no I was like because I was watching the fight TV feed so I was like I didn't know if that was on TV or not, but he was just like, "Oh, Cody, I don't know that it was Buddy naked." I was like, "Damn, no, he, was weird. Lit- he
1: was literally saying that." Yep, it was. uh, That's what it was. Yeah, that was weird. He was like, talking about his dad being naked. Ah, oh, that's hot. That's <laughs> hot. Uh, but seriously, that was. Uh, it was a weird, but I don't know. I didn't really like it to be honest. I, I didn't hate it, but it was I was just weird. confused. I was like, "Huh." It was just very odd to me, to be yeah. honest. I was kind of like, "All right, I guess this is what we're doing with this segment." They're trying to, like, build it as, like, this serious thing, like, this big, serious angle. I'm like, yeah.
0: That's fine. I mean, I'd rather them take it serious than not take it serious, so whatever. I I guess that's true. That's their main I mean, not everything's going to come out great, but, like, at least they're trying to take it serious. So, I mean, it's better than nothing.
1: And then they, I guess we can continue to talk about it, how, like, they bamboozled, Jericho bamboozled him later, and then Sammy Guevara was backstage. Sammy Guevara.
0: This dude, Sammy Guevara, he's straight from Bang Bros, dude. He came from fucking all the milfs, and now he's here on AEW TV.
1: They call him. Did you know? Did you realize that they call him Spanish God now, not Spanish Sex God? So he's just a Spanish God. Yeah, that should piss me off, dude.
0: Pisses me off. I'm gonna right see now. if I can so was- find. I, I want to find. I wish. I wish I could pull it up on Discord without it disrupting the video thing. Um, but did did I did I link you to the picture of the Bang Bros, dude? That I said was Sammy Guevara. (laughs) I don't think so. God damn it! I wish (laughs) I I could, dude.
1: Don't look it up first off, because you're just gonna get porn. I I uh, Bang Bros. Sammy Guevara, and then I,
0: I have a picture on my computer of this dude from Bang Bros. I'm like, dude, this is fucking Sammy Guevara. You can't fucking trick me. I know this dude is plowing milfs and
1: coming to wrestle afterwards. I'll show you after (laughs) the. uh, But we had we had uh, Sammy and Jake Hagar. Jake Hagar were beating the crap out of Dustin. Hey, it threw his head up against the car, and then they slammed the door in it. And then he had a real cast on. I wonder if his arm is actually. Jr. Hurt. was awesome in this worked. segment too. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah oh my
0: god! They're attacking Dustin. They're attacking
1: Dustin. Dustin is I'm getting like, attacked. Yeah, I'm stage. like this,
0: bro. Can you like any? Do you have any emotion left in your entire body? Like, is there any like? Can you like not raise your voice at all anymore? In the SmackDown Mall. Yeah, he's like, oh, he left a he left a head mark there. Look at that now, left a head mark on the car. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that's like I really don't have anything bad to say about the show most of the time, other than like JR on commentary, which I don't know how anyone can like what he does on the product right now. Um, right, I, it's just it's just really really bad. I mean, like I still think JR can bring something, but like he obviously isn't. Um and the women's stuff i mean the rest of it's pretty good i mean kenny kenny coming
1: out is
0: on your undertale oh my god
1: <laughs> That shit. Was i did like moxley stuff did you think. like the moxley stuff i thought it was pretty interesting where they're like moxley's like talking the with tony Khan backstage did you he see that part um i didn't see oh whoa, whoa whoa where he was in the um room with him yeah and he's like why am i put in this stupid box and my match doesn't matter because it's a lights out match and this is stupid. I did like that. I did like that. That was, that was fantastic. That was really good. They, and his promo of making, good. Yeah, they're kind of making Moxley like, oh, well, you're, you're this kind of stupid guy that you were in WWE. And then Moxley's like, no, I'm not. And yeah, I, I like actually that. really like that a lot where like he came to he came to AEW
0: because he didn't want to be put in a box and now they're trying to put him in a box too. And he's like, I'm not being fucking put in a box. Like I, I, like, I think that's a really good angle to, to throw with him.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. And It's cool, like a little spin out. He's like, I don't want unsanctioned matches because wins and losses matter, and I want to have a record in this company. But if you keep putting me in these matches, <laughs> I'm never going to have a win loss record. Yeah,
0: Tony Khan was like, Well, I I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, you're just a you're just not good for business. It's like, Oh, all right, this is a, we're right at This thing, all uh, right. This,
1: that was good. I liked it. And then he yeah. comes out
0: and cuts his promo. And yeah, the promo was really really good because he looked disheveled as hell. He just was like, He was ready to fight somebody right then and there. I a mean, Peter
1: Avalon. Yeah,
0: Hey, Peter's the
1: dude, man.
0: I'd say put him into a high-profile high, uh, a high profile angle. I mean, drop the Leva Bates thing and let Peter go Wow, That dude's actually super talented. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. actually like really, really good, so I would love to see him uh, fuck around with Moxley. Right, they they announced some of the matches for this week. I think they're doing a tag team main event. I think it's Kenny and... Uh, who was it? It was like Hangman Page and Kenny versus uh, Guevara and Chris Jericho, I think, or something like that. They announced okay. some of the matches, yeah. So I mean it looks like a pretty good show. It's it's the go, it's the first go home show to the pay-per-view, like full year is the first TV pay-per-view for them. Oh,
1: yeah, so, that is true.
0: yeah, I guess like this is a this is a really big deal this week. So it is announced this is the him. last
1: one of the year, so
0: Oh, this is they're know. only
1: doing four pay-per-views a year. Yeah, so they did they they made a big statement. This is the final pay-per-view of the year. Make sure you join in. <laughs> oh, that's all the time I oh got. <laughs> The um so yeah, they
0: had Kenny Omega come out as Sans from fucking Undertale. Uh he does he did this whole this whole like gimmick where uh he, he actually like it was pretty well thought out for a Halloween, you know, just a Halloween mm-hmm. entrance. He got yeah. he got like an animator to actually animate it. And like he brought up a bushi, and it had Riho and Michael Nakazawa on it and you know all this stuff and it's just like first off, wow, they mentioned You know they didn't directly say Ibushi, but like yeah, that was Ibushi with the G one trophy, so like you could tell, yeah, 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 you know it is. It's very obvious. And even Kenny uh, last night, or I guess shit this morning on uh, DDT Ultimate Party, he mentioned you know he's he even mentioned New Japan at DDT and stuff. So that was you know there obviously feels like there's some sort of band aid being applied to the Bucks and Kenny leaving New Japan and like. Because that relationship mm-hmm. was pretty screwed up. But it definitely right. feels like there's a band-aid being applied to it, especially with you know ROH running like venues with like thirty people. Like New Japan obviously is just they're they're done. <laughs> New Japan's yeah. they're done. They're done with the ROH thing. Um they they took everything they needed from ROH and then left them in the fucking dust. Pretty um, pretty true, yeah. New Japan announced their New Japan of America thing. I, I would not be surprised. The thing is is though I, I I don't know. We we'll have to see if DDT, New Japan, and AEW can play ball all at the same time. If I had to pick one, I mean, if you if you were to ask most people, they would probably say they won New Japan. But I think that DDT is the better partnership, um, just because they have so much more to offer. They have like a bunch of subsidiaries, you know, that like they have mm-hmm. Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, where Yuka Sakazaki is and stuff. Um, New Japan doesn't. Well, New Japan has stardom now. Which would be interesting, you know, thinking about like that, actually, I don't know, both partnerships are pretty lucrative in that sense, you know, because um, yeah. Road owns New Japan and Stardom, while DDT has DDT, TJPW, you know, they have a bunch of different companies underneath their, their own little thing, and um, But I don't know. I think DDT is probably the one to go with. It was so painfully obvious that Kenny Omega is so far past the DDT shit, though. Like, when he was wrestling last night uh, on Ultimate Party, it was Kenny Omega and uh, Riho versus Antonio Honda and Miyu Yamashita. And it was, like, it was so obvious that Kenny just has... He's just old. Kenny has just gotten old, man. That's just the truth (laughs) of the matter. Like, Kenny is just, like, so far past, like, comedy spots and, like... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, Antonio Honda was carrying the shit out of kenny this entire match like he is so good like he is legitimately like one of the best wrestlers on the planet right now he's he's his comedic timing is just incredible you can actually watch a lot of his stuff in got to move which you can see on youtube for free um, Oh, cool but yeah the tag match with kenny arriho last night was really really cool and it's you know it's coming off the heels of uh it's coming off the heels of fucking undertale sand fucking <laughs> right. kenny omega the gamer mode it's just like bro what is this <laughs> yeah he's all in on that gamer stuff dude that got a lot of attention too. my fr- dude my friend at the gym told me like he's like you see this sans thing from undertale i'm like how did you know about this it was one, all over
1: like kotaku yeah stuff, i was like this like isn't even wwe
0: you know, that's crazy. It's working, man. It's working, whatever they're doing. Big gamer energy, bro. Kenny Omega connects with the gamers out there worldwide. He does. It's He's dripping drip from the gamer sweat.
1: Not uh, to mention the Young Bucks in their Street Fighter gear. Woo-hoo.
0: Yeah, they just, they already did that, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're I know
1: they're lazy.
0: Well, the Young Bucks are that's lazy. Said. <laughs> Kenny said, I'm going to get a whole fucking animation done. I'm going to mention Ibushi. I'm going to get this big mask. I'm going to come out here in this new attire. And the Young Bucks say, Yeah, well, we got this. So. <laughs> that's what you're going to get
1: did they just now name them the hybrid 2 is that new or they've been that new was a few weeks two? ago they just
0: haven't oh, been okay. on tv since and oh this
1: makes sense yeah i was trying to figure it out because i was like were they always a hybrid 2 i couldn't remember
0: but um you, so they they had the the tag team tournament thing that they ended up crowning the tag team champions um, they had the Rock and Roll Express, and they get their ass kicked by Proud and Powerful. The NWA is like, "Fuck yeah, use the Rock and Roll Express." I'm like Tony Khan's is like, "All right, now beat them up, shoot on them, now take them yeah. through
1: the freaking stage." That was <laughs> fantastic. What'd
0: you uh, what'd you think about SCU beating Lucha Bros?
1: To be honest, like I did like a little mock bracket, like thinking who's gonna win this whole thing, and I had SCU first rounded, so that was crazy for them to go. Do you think that do you I think really,
0: the SCU was always gonna win, or do you think it was supposed to be Jurassic Express, but Luchasaurus getting injured
1: kind of messed it up? I dude, my pick was Dark Order. I thought they were all like Dark Order was their like team. That you know, was a good pivot,
0: dude, because Dark yeah. Order was not over. And it's not that they're not talented, because I fucking love Dark Order. I love you know, they're sweet, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but they are definitely not connecting like they thought they would. So like I good pivot I mean if All you're right.
1: gonna go for like a team like it's either Lucha Brothers or SCU right at this point because they're like established they can do it they're like top tier so it's yep. like either one is a good choice there so I think it was great but like honestly like my I was like it's Dark Order that's the way that it looks like like if it was a WWE it would have been, or, <laughs> been Dark Order right yeah <laughs> yeah but it wasn't it, so I was like it was cool to see it what do you cool, think of the finish like, though that Was like a the roll
0: big, up, the roll up, yeah. So, like, that was a pretty controversial. Th- I thought it was crazy, it was controversial because I thought the finish was hot, I thought it was a good, like, it was a good finish, you know. Lucha people Bros. People
1: saying it's controversial,
0: dude. I got a lot of tweets there because I was, I, t- I tweeted about it. I said, Damn, that was a cool finish, and I had people tweet me, Are you serious, bro? I was like, <gasps> All right, I'm not gonna tweet anything else about this. <laughs> it was, yeah, because I, uh, you know. They rolled him up because Arian jumped across the ring to stop. I don't remember who they rolled up. It was stopped either Phoenix or Pentagon. Yeah. Um. And I was like, wow, that was cool. Like that was a good finish. It was. It was way better than like, you know, six Canadian destroyers in a row to do whatever.
1: It, yeah. Well, it's like it SEU cool. had to survive somehow, and that's how they did it. You know, Lucha Brothers again. As we said, they're like so good. Yeah. Incredibly good. Like they're the probably the best wrestling tag team that AEW has. So it's like you has got to survive somehow and a roll up makes sense trying to get that win. it's again it's one of those things where you just have to think about it in like real life like are you going to try and hit your finisher or like yeah. go for a roll up like win any means necessary I guess that's how I see AW's it. AEW's in sort of a pickle Rick right now with that whole situation <laughs>
0: <Pickle Rick. laughs> where uh, where You're every bad. match every match has to end with some ridiculous ending sequence or you know people aren't happy with it um you know, like sometimes, we had Aubrey sometimes Edwards
1: on the ref too, so it was gonna get serious here.
0: You know, sometimes a finish being a finish is just cool. You know, like if like just beating him is cool. Like I watch you know other promotions I watch where like if my if the wrestler I want to win win you know it's weird I don't know AEW's audience is different than like because mm-hmm. I, I feel like a, a lot of AEW's audience is just like they're just fiending for five star matches they're just fiending for you know these long hauls and it's just like sometimes just like that's the best way to go. And like, I thought that was a super dope finish. Like the roll, like, because I, like the roll-up is, or the schoolboy or whatever the hell they did was whatever. Mm -hmm. What was really cool was Kaz literally jumping across the ring to make sure that they don't break it up. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever is just that visual of Kaz just jumping to try to stop them from breaking that up. That was like super cool to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. and what is a finish, you know? What is a
0: finish? Oh, well, you know, my finish is (laughs) a snow plow, but well not Well, my real friend is <laughs> the uh the tag team belt's got a snakeskin leather back to it did you see that
1: i didn't that's yeah cool. that's that, yeah cool. i was like
0: damn what the hell they're they're dripping over here with the, the snakeskin leather back on it that's yeah, fantastic that's cool. um this definitely was like not my favorite episode of aew so far but like I still really enjoyed it. And
1: I thought they. Got I a saw lot of people stuff. on Twitter saying this was like the best they've ever done. I don't well, that's know. good.
0: Weird. You know, like fuck, if people are still kicking off and, you know, ready to go with like that. I mean, it wasn't mine, but like, obviously they hit a lot of spots here for a lot of people. And I, you know, with the, I think that a lot of, a lot of people that are, are AEW's audience don't, like I said, cause AEW starting to set that precedent for precedent for women. where like, they're not too asked about yeah. what's going on with that. So like, they're like, yeah, this is the best show ever. But like, to me, like I'm obviously looking for different things from this show than, exact. I guess what other people are. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is definitely different. But they'll, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll figure out the women's thing, and then it'll be like your favorite thing of all time.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, at least in the West, mm-hmm. I, de- I definitely think they bring something. Yeah, I'm just glad that well, we'll you know, see. like have like they've already they've already done some really cool shit that I like didn't expect them to do. Period. Like with the Riho stuff and her being the champion and stuff. Like that's already stuff I didn't mm-hmm. really expect right away. Um, and you know their their divisions getting better, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how they build the full
1: gear on the dark, and then their their yeah. It's only been what like
0: four four or five weeks with AEW, so like I'm you know like I'm not like (laughs) I'm not like ah fucking doing this shit. I'm not not there yet, but like it would be cool for them to put a little more care put a little more care into it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm sure we'll see full gear, and then going into next year when they continue to build it up i'm sure it'll be better but hopefully yeah. they do hopefully kenny get quit playing video games yeah get the hell off apex you weirdo <laughs> uh wwe just, this week
0: uh had a few things
1: before you get to that things. i was just reading this and i was seeing chris jericho challenge tanahashi to wrestle kingdom did yeah he'll be, a, he'll be
0: at he'll be at wrestle kingdom this year
1: did i not did i not see that i just saw yeah it.
0: You're, you're uh he he jericho came back i mean he faced uh okada and then right. then uh, you know, afterwards he was like in the happy championship, bitch. And then Tanahashi came out, and he's like,
1: Bakahashi!
0: Bakahashi said <laughs> so they set up the match for Wrestle Kingdom. So yeah, that's happening this year.
1: I just saw Jericho knocked out a bunch of Japanese men in t- Tanahashi wigs. Yeah, so there you go. All right. All right. I just thought that was interesting. There's your I big Wrestle.
0: well, there's Wrestle Kingdom this year's two days, so Ooh, Wrestle Kingdom one and two, let's go. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff going on. Um This week in WWE, we had a few things. We had NXT on SmackDown. Uh, On Raw, we had... Raw. (laughs) And uh, on Crown Jewel, we had Crown Jewel. On
1: NXT, we had NXT as well. There was an NXT show that I did not. What happened on that? I didn't watch that. Oh, let me quick. Hold on, results. I watched it, and then I forgot because I was too excited about all the NXT guys showing up on SmackDown with the plane fiasco after Crown Jewel the plane dude there's some <laughs> hey, there's some real world ass repercussions if
0: that's like a true thing that i was reading like there are some real world repercussions like if if there events in like the saudi arabian government were like neck and neck over getting paid and they they literally stranded wwe superstars in saudi arabia till they figured it out there's some bullshit that's about to go down dude
1: yeah, there's I don't know. It's it's uh apparently Brock Lesnar wrestled and got the hell out of there because he he's on his own the private. The smartest jet man alive. <laughs> I'm getting out of this place. There's no way. The smartest and, uh, man alive. If you didn't notice, um apparently Brock Lesnar is not allowed to carry that championship with him. So he had to leave it with WWE in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> he had to show up on SmackDown. With a replica title belt. (laughs) That's hot. He has his tiny-ass replica title belt around his waist on SmackDown. As Paul Heyman cuts a promo and tells him he quits SmackDown. The draft is messed up already. The brand split is bad. They actually
0: had uh, Tanahashi carrying around a replica for a while too when Naito (laughs) was beating up the belts. They, they throwing them around yeah yeah they had replica Tanahashi's like I painted this with my bare hands to get back to how it was. it's just like pictures of Tanahashi painting the bell he's like I'll, I'll make sure it's good I'll make sure it's good oh uh,
1: yeah, yeah that's wild though that uh that Vince uh, so but the rumor has it that Saudi Arabia owes WWE like 10 million dollars or something from a couple of shows I heard it was a ton more than that was it okay well, they're owed a lot of money, yep. back pay, and Vince is pissed, so he just leaves apparently too. And all the talent is stranded there, and they have nowhere to go. Yeah, did you
0: read that Vince apparently told Dunn to like cut the shit? He like told him to cut the Saudi
1: Arabian feed on TV or whatever. Yeah, so they cut the feed on TV, so it's like holy crap there's this some real insane. world
0: repercussions man like these are real fucking people that just got stranded in a company that they are stranded in a, in a in a place they didn't even want to be in none of these talent wanted to even go to this sh- they don't want to do this show the only person that does is seth rollins so you like, see like
1: <laughs> you see everybody like alexa bliss sasha Banks, like ah and then all the towns like we finally made it home
0: yeah curtis axel's like help send for help i don't want to <laughs> fucking be here man <sighs> Yeah, oh dog and dog is fucking there. He's just got. He's just. He's like, man, I do not want to be here. Like, good lord, you had uh, Ali post on Twitter. He's like, he was just. He was. He tweeted the whole thing. They. They. It took them like two days. It, it was a long time
1: for them to get back that's yeah it was and then talent then like the big headline they finally made it home it's like how is this an issue this this is a headline the wwe superstars made it home from a
0: wwe show it's just like what is this (laughs) this is this is this is insane and it's getting like just swept under the rug like no one's talking about it it's like this is a big fucking deal if because the the way that they're doing it is like wwe's trying to sweep it under the rug too like vince and them they're like telling the superstars to like Make videos that like, hey, everything's cool, everything's good, and all that. It's like, no, this is a big fucking deal. If they were, if they, if Vince let, one, if Vince left his superstars in Saudi Arabia and went home and left <laughs> these dudes there, and they were fucking stranded there because of a, a fucking disagreement with the Saudi Arabian government, this is fucked. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: This and what's is... even better about the whole situation is the people that are like, this fucking sucks, there's no way I'm going to Saudi Arabia, get like rewarded in main event Smackdown then. Yeah, how is this? Like, Daniel Bryan's like, oh, you're in the main event of Smackdown now because you didn't want to go to Saudi Arabia and you thought it was a bad idea. So you just main event Smackdown, that's fine. How
0: many more times
1: <laughs> can WWE have shit like this
0: happen and just, people are just like, ah Bad, bad, bad. Don't talk about it. Uh, don't talk about it. How many more times can this happen? Dude, you could. Good Lord, Vince McMahon has done some despicable ass shit for a long time. And it's just like, are we not going to talk about any of it? Like, ever? Like, the fact that this is just like something that they're like, oh, whatever. Uh, we got to see Adam Cole on SmackDown. So don't worry about these other, you know, 20 yeah, right. fucking real people oh, yeah, yeah. So, that were so many
1: people so many people were praising, oh, SmackDown was like the best it ever was. And it's like, do you just realize why we got this SmackDown? Because a million other wrestlers had to die for this they're, shit. They're like,
0: fucking, they're stuck in Saudi Arabia. Are you kidding me? This isn't like a, for a, oh, this they stuff. missed their flight. Like, yeah, people were like, oh, they just missed their flight. Like, this is like something.
1: It, it was a flight malfunction. It was not a flight malfunction. If it was a flight malfunction, they would have been on another plane home.
0: Yeah, what is this, man? Like, oh my God. This is like something that I feel like we're just like, what the fuck is
1: going just, on? People are glossing over this, like, oh yeah, it's fine. They gave us a sweet episode of SmackDown with NXT. Yeah, we got people. to see,
0: we got to see Adam Cole. It's like, oh my God,
1: what the fuck? Are we being serious right now? This is crazy. I just. If they try to pull out of this con, if WWE's like, nah, we're getting out of it, like Saudi Arabia is not going to want to back down on this deal they made, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Either. So there's going to be th- this is how World War Three starts. <laughs> oh, w- the World War Three pay per views coming back, baby. WWE's <laughs> literally going to start a world war because of Saudi Arabia's so. triple cage match at World War Three. Oh heavens, yes. And what's, what's even more funny is Donald Trump is president, WWE Hall of Famer. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's working them. He's working them, now. Team Trump. Oh, crazy stuff, man. This is wild. Like It is. It's insanity. It's crazy to it, think about. And this is like WWE's golden goose egg or whatever you want to call it because that's their money maker yeah, right now. Lots of money. TV they, deals in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, because they're definitely not making it on their own merit with just putting out their products, so No. Nah. These Shoot, big the, money the, deal the, subs. So.
0: The, the, the WB network subs even went down. They went down to like one point two or something. They're sp- they supposed to they were supposed to be at two they projected two million they're at one point two.
1: And it keeps going it's down. Gonna, it's because they're not putting on good product. Put they something put on better product. on.
0: Put something these, good on. Can't do that. These these things aren't
1: gonna work for them.
0: Yeah, that's I, I, I will say this much I, I saw the I was actually working during the crown jewel thing but someone on my timeline retweeted the entirety of Brock versus Cain Velasquez on fucking Twitter yeah like, it was only like two minutes and ten seconds
1: or something like that so like yeah, it, was, it
0: definitely was so it was the entire match so I was like oh shit so I clicked on it real quick what do you think of that match?
1: <laughs> it's nothing that I I don't know What there's not much you can say about it like it just is a Brock Lesnar match so there it is I thought I was pretty kick ass. Honestly. Yeah, I mean it's not I don't know, it doesn't really get I enjoyed going it quite a wrestling. bit.
0: Um I think I think what people were probably really pissed about was like did 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 Brock have to be champion to do that? Uh and uh did Kofi have to drop the title for him to do that, I think is
1: Yeah. yeah. And again, were you thinking he was gonna get like a five star thirty minute classic burner out of that? Like, I don't know. Like, when Brock
0: and Kane were fighting, it was pretty fucking dope. Like, Kane dropped Brock like a sack of hot rocks. That shit was hot. Like, during that two <laughs> minutes thing, like, he, like, hit him once and Brock, like, stumbled back and fell down and he went for the shoot and, like, got on top of him. I'm like, yo, this is kind of dope. Like, this is cool as fuck. And he got him in the Kimura because Kane, like, met. Like I thought that was a really, it was a really well put together little match. And, like, it was pretty kick-ass. Um, But I think a lot of people are more upset just because Kofi dropped the title. And I think that the fan expectation right now is that um matches have to go x amount of minutes and hit x amount of check marks for it to be a good match and like it kind of it it has it creatively stifled a lot of wrestling to be completely honest. Yeah, um, I
1: think so. I do I do enjoy Brock Lesnar matches though. Don't get me wrong cuz I think anytime he's in there like it's the most believable match on the card like you're all right, somebody's going to die. Brock's going to throw people across the ring. It's going to be awesome. I don't really expect it to go like a 30 minute banger, so I wasn't really like upset with it. So I don't know why people would be like, I guess what you're saying with Kofi and the, yeah. all that. I mean, but the, I'm just I think, like, you I think just the biggest thing to be what it is.
0: Yeah. I think the biggest thing with, with the WWE main event scene right now is that now while Brock matches in a, in a vacuum are fun and they're, and I, and you know, I pretty much enjoy them. The, I think the issue that came across that is like Brock has changed the main event scene of WWE full stop to where like mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is now trying to have Brock Lesnar matches and, he is not Brock <laughs> Lesnar in any sense of the word. Like that main event true. matches that in WWE have turned saying. into finisher spam where, like, they're like, you know, F, you know, where Brock was doing that for a while it was like F5, 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 You know what I mean? Like, it was just like that. Um, where then Roman Reigns started doing it where he was like Superman punch, Superman punch, Superman punch, Superman punch spear, 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 Spear. And then Seth Rollins was like, okay, stomp, 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 stomp. So it's just like the main event scene in WWE has definitely, um, gotten worse but i still think that brock matches are pretty cool because they're completely different than everything else that is on yeah the they show.
1: definitely are when you're getting that you know it's going to be something different yeah and uh i totally agree with you with the finisher fest thing like Remember when the curb stomp was like banned because it was causing like brain damage and stuff? And now they like never, it, they like,
0: never did anything with that either. They just said, yeah, you can have it back or whatever.
1: <laughs> he did like this weird like DDT thing for one week, and then he just took over the pedigree or whatever. God, he,
0: he stifled forever because they took that away from him. He just could not figure out what he could do, and
1: they're like, all right, just take the fucking thing back, whatever. Just. Yeah, and then now it's just like, all right, this doesn't even look like it hurts ever yeah. again. Not so, rough. but yeah, I, I do think that you're seeing that shift where like everyone's trying to be Brock with the finisher spam and stuff it's like I don't know the just, main event scene is not great <laughs> I feel like they just don't know the style of their main event scene right now you know what I mean they don't really know what their main event scene is for style wise but they don't have any style I mean like it's all the same style that's what I'm saying is like
0: I don't know people NXT kind of the same way Where like er- every NXT big every big NXT match is the same fucking match to me like they're all the same fucking match they all do the same thing. It's
1: just like It's cause cause you think about back in my day, you would have that Intercontinental title match that was like that banger, and you're like, All right, they're gonna go 30 it. minutes. They're gonna go 30 minutes. Now it's like everybody's like, I'm gonna put on the greatest match I've ever had in my entire life on NXT episode number three hundred and twelve. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. And Dave Melcher's gonna give me ten stars. Dave, and are I'm you gonna watching get over? You watch and it, and Dave. Gonna,
0: I did the I'm face thing you on. like.
1: <laughs> i'm gonna get over and then twitter's gonna tweet about me and i'm gonna retweet it oh i'm gonna be trending it's like yeah. just go out there and put on a good match you don't need to
0: speaking of good Again, matches uh i told you about to move the other week yeah. oh my god a new match of the year contender happened tony within the past Oof. week i know it's insanity so lulu pencil i told you about her right yeah now i i just told you about antonio honda also it was lulu pencil versus antonio honda dude and it was maybe one of the best matches i've ever seen it was definitely it was definitely it's definitely on my match of the year list right now it was that good dude oh my god i don't want to spoil it for you it's a it's a very good like 10 minute match or something uh the finish was just it blew my mind i was like wow this is Maybe the We're best match are going to have to have like a,
1: a, a new segment every week, like Pulse's recommendation of like. <laughs> Pulse's new match of the year
0: from Lulu Pencil. <laughs> 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 Check <laughs> this match out. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, get, you can go on YouTube. You can look it up on YouTube Lulu Pencil versus Antonio Honda. It is wow. It was fucking just so good. I'll I, I tell you one spot that I really enjoyed. Um, so Antonio Honda stopped the match to tell a story. Lulu Pencil is a freelance writer. She enjoys stories. So she sat down as he told the story. And then, of course, the story is just trying to distract her so he can hit her. So he goes to hit her after, you know, at the end of the story. And she pulls the chair up and it hits the chair instead because Lulu Pencil writes stories for a living. She knew he was trying to stop her. (laughs) Dude, it was so. Oh my god! It was so good. It's such a fantastic match. Um, Have to check it out. Yeah. Um. Just Gato move is creatively unstoppable. In the past year, it's just been god damn, They just have such a great roster of people, and and most of them are like rookies, dude. Like most of them started wrestling just recently. It's just like they get it. Like Amy Sakura is just like one of the best teachers in the history of professional wrestling. She just she's just like i'm gonna take this new crop of talent and they're all gonna be just the best ever and it's just it's really cool to see um which is why i'm saying with AEW, like just get amy Soccer to go up there have her teach Britt baker some things there you, <laughs> you go. know what i mean just have her there teach her how to, how to tell a story it's just like dude it's so so go. good so good um speaking of more joshi stuff becky lynch and kaira zane overall was pretty cool i saw that yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that one. Um, it was pretty good. I mean, other than Becky Lynch and her absolutely terrible guillotine leg drop, maybe the worst ever. She doesn't oh, yeah. jump. She just falls. Yeah, that, I hate that leg drop. It's so bad. I was thinking about I'm like, is there anyone I've ever seen in the history of time that does a worse guillotine leg drop than Becky Lynch? <laughs> and I can't think of one single person. I was looking back at old WBF matches like Matt Hardy versus Esso Rios and stuff. I'm like, Matt Hardy used to jump like 45 feet in the fucking air. And come down with that leg drop and it's like Becky Lynch is like, ooh, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> that's what she does. That's what she says before she does it. She goes to the top rope for the guillotine leg drop and she goes, and a, ooh. And she just oh, slips. I thought <laughs> <it's
1: not> you were <laughs> talking about that one that she does in the ring where she No, like that's wor- that's leaps. bad. But I'm that's talking about her, worse, I'm talking yeah. about off the rope guillotine oh, leg okay. drop
0: where she just kind of goes Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. just falls. Dude, it's it's bad. It's so I wish she would take that out of her. If you're not gonna do it right, just don't fucking do it at all right um but it was really cool they had some really great like joshi inspired spots like Kyrie brought out the bow and arrow which is like a fucking it's like in fire pro when you, just, you do the boston Crab. <laughs> that that's mm-hmm. what the bow and arrow is to, to joshi wrestling so like <laughs> um Kyrie breaking out the bow and arrow was really cool becky did like the joshi kick out where like they go for two but don't hook the leg and then um becky like her flexibility; she gets up from the ground and like, um, not like oh, a kip right, right, up, right. but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I yeah, know. The Matrix. The yeah, yeah. It's like that I was that big joshi kick out. Um, the problem was, it still felt a lot like a WWE match, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, um, of course which is which is why I don't get too excited to see like a lot of stuff like this like I tuned in like I was watching Beyond Wrestling and this at the same time so I was going mm-hmm. or no it wasn't Beyond it was um GCW because Jimmy Lloyd's Fright Fest was on at the same time so I was switching back and <laughs> forth between uh Becky Lynch and Kyrie Zane and GCW and uh you know I was paying attention to the Raw thing but I, I mean I would be lying if I said I wasn't paying more attention to what was happening on GCW because they were still, it, it was like a two seg match with Zayn and Lynch, but it was just like, it still feels like it's, I don't know. It feels like it's they're It feels like they're performing the stuff through like water. Like it's like they're trying to, it's just like there's goo in between each spot. And it's really difficult for me to explain why I just, I don't know. Like it almost feels like everything's too manufactured in a sense, I guess. Yeah, it's
1: the WWE filter that they, yeah. Put yeah. On like everything. everything's
0: just like, trotting through sand and it's like they're it's like watching the stuff that i watch they they're they they're walking on concrete but it's just like trying to watch like you you can you could throw you know i mean like you could throw Kyrie zane and Io Shirai against each other on raw and like it won't whatever it is won't be as good right as, you know so. it's
1: it's just that that would be manufactured it's probably how they agent their matches to be honest
0: yeah it it and like it works for WWE because that's what people have come to expect and that's fine. But mm. anyone else that like this isn't their main show or they watch other things along with it, um, it um, it's just like completely obvious that like they're like I said, trotting through sand almost to get to the end to the end point. Yeah, because um, it's like,
1: oh, well, we got a commercial break. So do the double down. Then you get back up and you'll be in a submission move when you come back from commercial break. And then it's like, yeah, the same.
0: yeah. you like, like I said, it's like you it's like something gets caught in that filter and it's just they just stay there and then. It, it wasn't an don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the match, it was It was cool. Um, but it like a lot of people were like, This is gonna be match of the year. I like you want match of the year, you go watch Lulu Pencil versus Antonio Honda. I don't know, I don't make the rules, man. I'm just telling you how it is.
1: That's how I feel about uh Adam Cole Daniel Bryan as well. I'm like, If this was like ROH back in the day or something, you know, I'd be like, Oh, this is insane, but it's like Smackdown,
0: yeah. I mean, Daniel I was. Bryan. <laughs> I think it's funny that like the Canadian Destroyer is just like a. <laughs> it very quickly did not become a finish in the WWE when I very much assumed that it would be when they then they debuted it. I thought that would be like the ultimate fucking like if he did Panama Sunrise, that's it. He used Panama yeah. Sunrise to he used Panama Sunrise to set up a knee. <laughs> I was like, okay, so that's what we're doing. That's cool. All right, that's fine. Yeah. I mean like it was it was just funny. I saw that. Um, but I, I watched the Brian and Cole match, and yeah, like I was like. All I could think about while I was watching is, like, Daniel Bryan is too good to be doing this shit right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he is too good to be, to be just... I don't think there's much left for him in WWE other than what he's currently doing, which is just putting I people mean, he's, over.
1: Yeah, he's currently trying to just put, like, everybody over, like, with Ali and Kofi and, like, all that and stuff. And that's he's good. Trying, I mean, I, that's, that's fucking role sweet right that he
0: does that, and that's fine. Um, but it's the same sense with Sami Zayn where it's, like, you know, there's only they one. They only have so many more bumps on their bump card, and like mm-hmm. they're getting older, and like you know, god damn it, I want Daniel Bryan somewhere else, Tony. I want it somewhere else so bad. Like I, every time I see him wrestle in the WB, I'm like, oh my god, why are you still here? Like I feel same like same
1: with same with Sami Zayn as
0: well. Like no, I agree. Just, I think Sami, like the whole thing, just it just makes me sad whenever I see it. Like I always like Daniel Bryan had a he made the best he could out of the the champ the the new daniel bryan with the uh planet champion mm-hmm. and you know yeah. eric rowan but they obviously had no long term plan with that whatsoever and like they just ditched it, you know randomly to let eric rowan get caught under a fucking forklift and it's just like <laughs> okay whatever I, you could have ran this all the way through wrestlemania and it would have been dope um yeah the, the, for sure and, but like daniel bryan like oh my god i'm just every time i think about it, like daniel bryan and gato move fucking wrestling like a bear you remember when he's talking about that like i'm gonna come back to wrestling i'll wrestle like a fucking bear i'll be on all fours and i'll be like pawing at people and i'll be like getting them down to submissions he and would, stuff and
1: he did the bear stuff backstage didn't he at one point he was like
0: yeah he, you know, dude, he, he did bear. in a match he did the bear thing it's just like dude yeah. this is really really sweet um yeah. so like that's all i'm thinking about i was like man imagine, imagine how creative imagine that would be to like just see him wrestling imagine with if pencil. like
1: Remember, didn't he like say, All right, I'm going to Ring of Honor or whatever, or I'm going to New Japan? And they're like, All right, you're cleared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was, was what great. it was. He said, like, Yeah, I think I might want to wrestle in New Japan this year. They
0: said, Oh, well, that's good. You can come back now. You're cleared to wrestle, then Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly, back. We'll that's give you the exactly title. what happened.
1: We'll give you um, the belt for
0: a while. <laughs> because Daniel Bryan somewhere else would be, Oh my God, that would be just incredible. Like, can you imagine him like doing the G1 or like, I, I just, well, at this point, he's finished up every goal he had in WWE, I'm sure. Yeah, what you else know, is there to like, do? You know what I mean? He's just
1: trotting out a contract at this point. Like, I guess I like when he's ultimate in long dad his contract mode, maybe. Is. I wonder how long his contract is because he could just have like a final retirement year where he just goes everywhere. That would be That's so what insane. Dude, oh my God. That's what I want.
0: I don't want him to sign to New Japan. I don't want him to sign anywhere. I want him to be a freelancer and
1: just go do everything everything he'll he'll show up the bingo halls and do, do everything
0: i have there's like a i have so many things i want to see daniel bryan do and it's just like it's not whatever this is it's I'd not
1: the most fun in wrestling like the entire year of watching daniel bryan he's, do, like he the is so good right now fantastic.
0: he's so good right now and like don't get me wrong this match was good I, I you know cole versus Bryan was all right um it's just like whenever i see a match like this and i see daniel bryan trying and trying so hard i'm like oh my god go somewhere else <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all i could think of. i was like oh no man you could be doing this anywhere in the world and it'd be so much
1: better right uh, yeah that's you can awesome, tell at one dude. point he did not want to be in WWE. he's like smackdown's all about fisting remember he said yeah that? <laughs> yeah yeah he definitely you can tell he didn't want to be there
0: no i mean he definitely uh he definitely <laughs> plays with the he plays with the shit he plays it's
1: funny i like it um he just has yeah, so much I, I would love to see like a full year of him go hard on like, all right, this is my bucket list before I retire. This is what I want to do. Let's do it. And, and it's like, be I don't want him to sign with new Japan. Cause like, I think there's a few things I would like to see him in new, do
0: in new Japan, but I don't want to see, I don't want to see that stop him from doing anything else. Like I said, I have other places. I like to see him like fucking Daniel Bryan and DDT would be amazing just because he's so, he is so comedically gifted and he doesn't mm-hmm. even, he doesn't even realize, you know what I mean? Like he's like, he doesn't even try, man, and he's funny. He's just a funny dude. He's just a relatable, funny guy just without even trying. Um, DET would be amazing. Him and Gato Move would be incredible. Like, d- doing AEW stuff would be fun. New Japan. If you could get, like,
1: a Jericho New Japan Tribe contract, you know, where he's doing whatever the dates he has or whatever. You know that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: just having him go out and do, <laughs> dude, it's just... So much. I want Daniel Bryan to do so much. Be fantastic. And, and like I said, while the Cole thing was cool, I got, I got other plans for Daniel
1: Bryan. <laughs> it's just kind of a thing. again get through the WWE filter. It's like, yeah, this is great, but and it's not even, it's
0: not that they're bad. I mean, even Daniel Bryan through the filter is better than most people through the filter. If that right. makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. cause Daniel Bryan uh, does whatever the fuck Daniel Bryan wants to do, but it's just like, go do that somewhere else. <laughs> right. Um, I mean speaking of Adam Cole, NXT invaded Smackdown this week, um, which was obviously just Well, I, I here's the thing. A lot of people think it's just because of the Saudi Arabia thing, but like Survivor Series had already been announced in NXT. I think it was probably gonna happen either way. Um Yeah, they announced it at Crown Jewel that yeah. And, uh, what was uh, funny, NXT was involved. <laughs> all right, so Triple H trots out all all the fucking NXT people, right? He trots them all out, all all his favorite people in NXT, like he's fucking Miss Frizzle and He's got the magic school bus. <laughs> he's five foot five white <laughs> the NXT dudes. magic
1: school bus.
0: Yeah, the tallest person in the ring is like Triple H.
1: Gives <laughs> <Get laughs> Triple H a lizard on his shoulder or whatever. Yeah, he's got
0: these guys, whole gang of children. He's like, oh, we're taking over. It's like, oh, sweet. So this will last for about three weeks. Survivor Series over, you Me, guys can go back to your magic school bus, little mountain. Uh, it's it's great because wwe has somehow kayfabe their own creative which is insanity by the way they somehow kayfabe their own creative to where everything that's good is triple h and everything that's yeah. bad
1: is Vince mcmahon that's true which they is have. hilarious
0: because they're both the same fucking devil they're both the <laughs> same devil. Vince wrote yeah. this show. Are you kidding me? Like, Triple H was just there and just picked his dudes. Just like when they did the tag team matches. Before. Remember when they called up, like, uh, DIY and Aleister yeah, Black? Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. Dude, it was reported that Vince wrote the show. Like... They're all the same fucking devil. Triple H is not like the savior of wrestling that people make him out to be. Like, he is like the same devil as this.
1: It's his WWE character and I don't think people understand that. Like it's They kayfabe
0: not- their own creative process. This is insanity. That's crazy. Oh my God. It was just... Like just watching Triple H come out and just like, it's just like, uh, <laughs> as people eat this up on Twitter, yeah, Triple H, Triple H. It's like, oh my <laughs> no, God. You should just
1: let Triple H write raw from now on. Yeah, like, no, oh don't. my God. Like, this, Triple this H
0: did not awful. write this. Uh, but I mean, like it, it. There was a lot of cool stuff. I mean, like there was, there was, it was fun because it was different than whatever else had been on TV forever. You know, mm-hmm. like it was fun, it was cool because it, it, honestly, they could have invaded with anybody and it would have been cool just because it was something different than whatever has been right. happening on TV. I feel like WB falls into that rut where like they're trying to they they just do the same thing over and over and over again. And everything starts getting in a bubble, and like it, it and they could have invaded with literally anybody. You know, Doink the Clown could have fucking came in and invaded. Yeah. And
1: <laughs> Triple H is a savior. Yeah, Triple
0: H, just cause like it's something different than like a one on one match for eight minutes where they keep their heat afterwards, which is like what happens every fucking week on WWE TV. So I mean, I think this was a success. I think NXT coming through was a big success. I think Survivor Series will be uh, fun depending on how they end up deciding to book it. Uh, and, and but like obviously this is not like a long, you know what I mean? Like they're just gonna after Survivor Series they're just gonna go back to. NXT and then like the boys, are just gonna yeah, stay it's over probably here a nice and,
1: little thing in the contract of like USA. All right, we'll, we'll sign NXT, but you got to put us over on SmackDown once,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, you know how it's gonna work, you know how all this shit's gonna work. I mean, like anyone that's been around the block for a while has been, who understands how that works
1: and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but it's cool, it's cool to get them over, and it's cool to see Champa, and you know. See uh, Rhea yeah. Ripley, Tegan Knox, and all that. That was cool.
0: Yeah, I guess Dakota Kai got injured again because she wasn't up there, unless she was stuck yeah. in Saudi Arabia. But I doubt it. I don't know what's going on, dude. It's yeah, crazy. She, like going to have the double knees like Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox got the stone cold knees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she out there trying to wrestle. She got the knees. That's crazy. It's because of that walk that she's doing, Dakota Kai. Rhea that Ripley is uh, Rhea
0: Ripley should be the fucking world champion. She's like seven foot tall. Ripley, right, she, she looks like Triple H in 2000. H, yeah. yeah, she <laughs> looks like Triple H in 2000. Like she comes out, she she should get the my time. <laughs> Yo, what, Jimmy, uh... hit me with some of that real shit. <laughs> <laughs> hit me with that Triple H. Keep your finger off the switch, none. Yo, yeah, that would be. I'm sleeping with two. That's what. That's what it should be. That's what. That's what they need to do is give Rhea Ripley my time. Then she'll really be kicking ass. She's got the uh, right. she's got the suicide silence theme song. I I didn't see her do her interest. Did she have an interest or did she just come through the crowd or? I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't see. That I point. just saw I just saw the part where she was in the ring and she was wrestling and she, like she you know she does that fucking submission where she just picks him up. <laughs> she just picks him right. up. <laughs>
1: oh Break him in half. Yeah yeah. The uh, Brock lock uh, back in the day that was fantastic. Yeah, First, cause, cause he
0: would only do it to small dudes, so <laughs> like it'd be like uh, Zach Gow and he be like yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, he just throws that guy around. That was the best. <laughs> the division. Brock
0: that like, Zach Gowan, It just looks like he's just just dying. That's what Rhea <laughs> Ripley does. She just picked like she is easily like the biggest person in that division right now. So it's just like wow, it's mm-hmm. she, crazy, just nuts. Um, so I mean, there was some plus sides to WWE TV this week. Um, you know, like I said, the Becky Lynch and Kyra Zane thing.
1: The T. Shawn Michaels wrestling Daniel Bryan, which is did this funny. La-
0: Did this happen this week or last week? Where um. Bobby Lash or uh, where Rusov and Lana did their thing, and like Lana was like, "You're a sex addict." Oh, yeah, that, that was, was this
1: week. That was Monday. There was so that much was, wrestling going yeah, on. that we was didn't even talk wow. About that. Oh my god, I, I
0: was about to say I I can't remember if it happened this week or the week before. That I didn't know if we There's already just, talked about
1: it or not. Dude, that's a thing. There's so much going this on. This was the best
0: you- thing. This was the best thing, Tony. You are a sex addict. Yeah. You want to have a kid? Yeah. Like the, all, that's, that was the greatest segment in the history of like time. Like twe- I tweeted
1: this out. I'm like, so he wants to have sex with his wife and give her a baby, and he's a bad guy.
0: He is the worst. You want to have a For family, that. you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, too bad. I'm getting long dick by Bobby. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's that, that good, good stuff. Dude, was that like, was the is best. That really? Okay. So here's the thing. They they announced divorce court. I thought that they were going to get Lynn Toller from the Divorce Court TV show, and I thought they were going to actually go off. and I don't know why I thought they were going to put any more than the bare minimum
1: into this. Just chill. They're not yeah, going to.
0: Obviously, they're not going to. I don't know why I got hyped up in they my head like they were do that. They had an invite from, uh, who was it? Mari. Who? Mari, yeah. They yeah, should they have had, Ma- they had they, an invite
1: from Mari. They did failed again. In-
0: this is the second time they could have done the Mari thing, Tony, in like the last five years. Jerry they Springer is a WWE. WB- Faithful? Why didn't you get Derry Springer to do this? Like, Cannot on. put more than the bare minimum into things. They said, you know what? Divorce court. And by divorce court, we mean hang out with Jerry Lawler for 15 minutes before
1: the end of the show. Uh, maybe it was like a big inside joke. Jerry Lawler's been divorced so many times, he could be a divorce court guy. That's like Vince's insight. Yeah, ben, inside yeah, ben, yeah. Oh, oh, this is very funny. <laughs> it's funny because he's been divorced so many times. You get it. You
0: get it. You guys get it. Yeah, it's Whatever. Put it on TV. I and mean, it's King's Court. You get it. Oh yeah. my God. Makes well, so much thankfully, sense. it was saved by uh, just the most ridiculous dialogue I've ever heard in my life. You are a sex addict. That's why I left to go have sex with Bobby
1: Lashley. <laughs> R- Rusev wants to have sex in the morning. He wants to have sex in the locker room. Yeah, like, sex backstage. Sex it, everywhere. So this like, story line, <laughs> the storyline
0: is weird because she left Rusev because she wanted to she didn't want to have sex so much. So she left to go have sex with Bobby Lashley all the time.
1: What the fuck do you mean? You, so, she just needs to come out and say you have a tiny penis
0: yeah that, that's where it's gonna go they can you're telling <laughs> you think that wb can run a storyline where they don't talk about tiny penises absolutely not <laughs> that's where it's going you have a t- okay let's get real you have a tiny penis that's I was it. surprised they didn't go there right from the beginning I thought that's where they're gonna go divorce court ah uh, your penis <laughs> is tiny what what do you mean <laughs> it's perfectly adequate the uh that, that's a, that's, the, that's the way they went that's where they went with it was you are a sex addict I'm going to go have sex with somebody else instead. It's just like, either way, you're having sex. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, either way, you're getting fucked down by somebody. Yeah,
1: but the thing is, Rusev wants kids, and that's where she draws a line. Watch, I guarantee Bobby Lashley impregnates her. I know that oh shit's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. I
0: know no, that that's going to happen.
1: No, that's going to be in your wildest fantasy. That would never, WWE ain't that smart. I that guarantee like, that's where that's they go. That's big brain move right there. That's they, 600 they IQ. That.
0: Yeah, she doesn't want to get pregnant from Rusev, so Bobby Lashley fucking gives her a kid. Oh yeah, right. My it's gonna turn God. out like Mike
1: Kanellis will make a return and like they could intertwine all, all the these Tuck storylines. Yeah, they could
0: intertwine all of them.
1: What Maria's pregnant from Rusev. Alana's pregnant from Maria. Mike? just disappear now or what is happening? I haven't paid attention.
0: I don't know. Who cares? My, um, oh yeah, what's his name? Uh, Mike Bennett asked for his release, so they probably got taken off
1: TV. Or he got seven more years onto. Oh, I know Luke that. No, I mean, but he
0: definitely got taken off TV for it too. Um, okay, but yeah, like-
1: Luke Harper's there for life now because he asked for his release.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, Luke, you can come back with Eric Rowan or whatever. Nah, just kidding. Sit your ass back home. <laughs> 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 That's exactly what they did. to Mike Bennett's like, yeah, you can be a cuck on TV and sit your ass back home. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. The whole, uh, I mean, like, how many more, we need more cuck shit. Like, they have to make, like, a cuck universe. Like, that's what it is. It's just, like, a whole intertwined story between everyone having sex with each other. Because I know that's what happens in this WB shit. I know these dudes are fucking each other left well, and right.
1: do you remember back in the day, they tried to do Shane and Stephanie have a storyline together, and that never worked out, so.
0: Well, Vance wanted like the, to have sex with her, too. <laughs> I'll never forget that the pitch for Vince That's was like, "Yeah, incest pretty over right now, brother." <laughs> yeah, go for it, dude. Yeah, fuck Stephanie. No, does Hell he go yeah. to like the top search terms and like figure out what he's going to book for this week or what? Yeah, I love the I love the idea that Vince has never watched porn a day in his life. So all of Vince's storyline ideas come from shit that people tell him. I, I like love Ball that Vince. Is, yeah, Vince is so disconnected that he's never watched porn once. So like, watch the other product. <laughs> yeah, someone's like, "Oh, did you know about this cucking shit?" And he's like, "Whoa, cucking! What? That sounds sweet. What is that?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, this is cucking. Holy, we're
1: doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that ten times in a row.
0: That's exactly what happens." And I was like, "Damn, this is hot. Hey, that's hot goose stuff right now." I
1: wonder if r- writers are like, "All right, we can't get our storylines through. Let's just come up with this cucking. All right, that gets through every time. Let's do another." So like, what's
0: cucking? Well, it's like
1: sex, but like
0: someone else has sex. And he's like, "Wow, that sounds hot. Let's do that. That's some good stuff." So they've run like 40 cucking storylines. I'm um, just like, they have to intertwine at some point. Like Mike Bennett and Marie, they have to like acknowledge each other. They, someone has There's to like acknowledge a, it.
1: There is a cuck universe somewhere where all this is going to come back. At WrestleMania, they're going to have cuckamania. <laughs>
0: cuckamania right wild Wubba lubba dub dub. Shit. Ring. <laughs> King's court. Let's go. <laughs> then they threw in that, you know, they did throw that wrench in where he's like, we well, want to have a kid? Well, Bobby Lashley's going to impregnate you now. My man's gonna get himself a little kid. He's gonna be a motherfucker running around there,
1: Bob Jr. <laughs> and then she's she's gonna drop him. He's gonna drop her right when she has a kid. It's gonna oh yeah
0: yeah yeah. She's gonna run back to Rusev and then yeah yeah absolutely for sure.
1: You finally have a kid, and then the kid's gonna grow up and like thirty you think years. They're he's gonna do a gonna have wife swap with uh, Maria
0: and oh, Lana.
1: Y- that's next, dude. Dude, that's someone's next. gotta
0: tell Vince. He's like Vince. There's this other kink that's like wife swapping. He's like whoa, yeah.
1: <laughs> except it's gonna be like hosted by Corey Graves. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Get, Get dude out of here. Wife swap it. Oh. Wife my God. swap. That's
0: definitely next. That's up on the list. So, like, they had the kid. The wife swap comes next. The big payoff is, like, they all just fuck. It's just a big orgy. They're like, oh, let's just do this. Someone tells Vince about orgies. He's like, whoa. <laughs> Multiple cocks. That's hot. That's hot.
1: <laughs> then he comes out. Shorty G's in the mix. And he's like... Shorty G's bigger than Rusev. <laughs> oh,
0: Shorty G's got... Oh, he ain't short down hell enough. <laughs> They're just waiting to make that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's short, all right, but he ain't got a short package. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Also, this week, if you didn't catch... Uh, WWE started their podcast. WWE got on the podcast well, and that's all the time game. we got because I ain't fucking talking about this shit. <laughs> you heard it. You heard Seth Rollins talking about... I I, I don't want to talk stuff. about
0: Seth Rollins anymore. I don't want to... Okay, he doesn't well, get... We just,
1: okay, can we just Seth say how Ross, dumb he is? Yeah,
0: Seth Rollins is like... For legit 45 IQ and it's actually insane
1: <laughs> he is dumber than a boxer why rock. am
0: I still getting hate
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is this is, bullshit.
0: This is bullshit Seth Rollins literally went on this podcast why am I still getting hate
1: <laughs> because Seth he's, he's a Keemstar meme dude he doesn't yeah. get it
0: Seth because you were a complete dickhead for 9 months are you kidding me you were attacking people that weren't even in the company bro like, are you serious? Seth Rollins
1: you said Alex okay we all know what you said Why'd yeah. you chill? Seth Rollins
0: would have been like, "I'm surprised Seth Rollins didn't tweet." I'll fucking I empty the tank to stay in Saudi Arabia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll I a a die for Saudi I Arabia. I enjoy Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Arabia. It's good here.
0: Oh, I'm so fucking a sick of all these with the dudes. Crown
1: yeah,
0: me and the Crown Prince yeah. are about to go empty the tank. <laughs>
1: I hate. I don't. <laughs> I emptied the, the tank and the WWE jet coming home.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about <laughs> Seth anymore. This guy's legit. Forty five IQ. I got nothing left to
1: say about this <laughs> Let's guy. Let's just clue everyone in. So Seth Rollins on this podcast, he goes out and he's like, "Yeah, people used to cheer for me like a year ago. I don't know what happened. People are dumb. I, I'm still the same person. I became the person that everybody wanted me to be. I don't understand why people hate me.
0: I am. I still getting hate. He he legitimately he legitimately, he legitimately said. That WOB fans are just fickle and that he did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. Why he am I it. still getting hate?
1: <laughs> he doesn't understand. That Seth, Seth literally tweeted he some bullshit like on I Twitter. Tweet. People get hate you. Yeah, right? he like he Seth, get just that. shut
0: the hell up and you'd be okay. Like, what is your. Yeah, you come out like, oh, Hulk Hogan, brother, Hulk, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. I, I'll die for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I'm, I'm here, better bro. than Kenny Omega. 45 legit 45 iq i got no letters anyway. <laughs> just just shut up and wrestle <laughs> like legitimately shut up and just wrestle
1: dog no, good lord <laughs> uh, also on that podcast triple h says that uh, the reason they needed two hours is so they could do more debuts now i don't even know i don't understand what that means he said you could have a good one hour show but you can't do debuts in an hour they did do debuts no. in an hour i don't get it that's what he literally was like no Talking I heard about that too debuts. But have like, you also heard understand. that they
0: are literally signing so many people That they can't keep up with it And they, they have to like build on to the PC Because they legitimately can't hold this many people Yeah They have exactly. like 300 people signed And they use maybe 25 to 30 people On a weekly basis
1: They still haven't even got NXT Japan going They will never they will. Ever, they will They yeah. ever? I don't know They're going
0: to get Sendai girls and WWE was going after Big Japan. That's a death match promotion. What the fuck are they going to do with Big Japan?
1: They just heard the name Japan. Oh shit, they're big? Okay.
0: That must be number one. <laughs> yeah, what are you all, like, this is a deathmatch promotion with
1: light tubes.
0: Like, what, what are they going to do with NXT Japan with Big Japan Pro Wrestling? Johnny
1: Gargano's going to go do deathmatches in Japan, dude. It's going to be fantastic. What
0: is NXT Japan Live? They're like, get a bunch Japan, of Japanese people.
1: Face to face against Johnny Gargano. Oh, God, that's awful. <laughs> it's gonna happen it's gonna because you know they took they just like throw half their talent like cassie sono's in the uk now so they're just gonna throw some regular people over there in NXE japan all right we're good let's go oh yeah absolutely I already knew that shouldn't happen we didn't even talk about jordan miles do we want to hit on this stuff at all jordan miles yeah i mean racism
0: exists in wb and has existed for hundreds of years it like are are you kidding me like I could not believe that people were like, the one thing is like he Uncle Tom Jay Lethal and like people like that gave that gave people who disagreed with him the ultimate out for this whole thing. Yeah, there was was no out for 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 this because like WB has legitimately been racist for like 70, 75, 80 years. They've they were built on racism and like everyone knows this. Everybody, all the people ever like knows this, but like when when he Uncle Tom Jay Lethal. That gave everyone an out for them to go, oh, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Like the the Jay Leo thing. Like that was it. I mean, it, it, he obviously had merit in this conversation. Like even if you want to, even if you want to take the blackface t-shirt and like push it to the right, um, there's racism straight out period all the time. Anyways, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, then. this shit.
1: Even if the shirt didn't come out. <laughs> yeah, even if
0: the shirt like that's what a lot of people a lot of people were like sticking to and that and that happened to the Black Lives Matter movement too. A lot of people would stick to the very minute detail about something. Like they would make it purely about the t-shirt or make it purely about mm-hmm. Jay Lethal. And it's like yeah. there's an overall message here that you're missing, and it's that this company has had systematic racism since its fucking inception right yeah yeah and exactly people seem to miss a lot of that like i was reading a lot of the responses and stuff and like and people were like he did it to further his own career are you is that a joke do you think that <laughs> do you think that, like <laughs> jordan, his miles, career, yeah, do you think that jordan miles going on twitter and outing the company that he works for as racist bigots is going to politic him into some different position are you kidding me like that's, I was just like, wow, that's, that is the biggest stretch I've ever seen.
1: I just um, figured they would never be seen ever again in my entire life. I'd never see ACH ever again. Yeah, like
0: they, the fact that you can cherry pick black wrestlers in WWE is like a pretty good sign. You don't have to cherry pick white wrestlers because you can literally pick anyone over eighty years. But the yeah. fact that you even have the ability in a in a conversation about re- racism to cherry pick black wrestlers goes to show that there is a, there is an underlying issue. You shouldn't I like you shouldn't have to cherry pick. There shouldn't have to be like, "Oh, well Kofi Kingston just had an 8-month reign." It's like, "Oh, does that make up for 80 years of systematic racism or something? Is that what that yeah. is that what that means?" Because <laughs> it doesn't. And it's just like that whole the whole conversation with Jordan Miles was just I like that was that shit must've been just the worst for him reading through that shit just Awful.
1: Oof, I feel like we got a little heated. Like there was a lot of BS to unpack this week. Yeah. The the amount
0: of BS is too much. Um, try not to get super serious, but sometimes things need to get you super serious. You know what I mean? I think that's a good place to stop this one for this week. Uh, we cover pretty much everything happening in the wrestling world. Um, NXT, we'll be back next week. Of course, we have full gear coming up. So we're going to be talking about full gear. Survivor Series soon after that. We got a lot of pay-per-view stuff coming up, which is nice. I feel like there's been a pay-per-view drought recently. so Getting back on track with stuff like that. Uh, go-home show for AEW, which is a big deal because it's their very first one. Uh, TV going into a pay-per-view. So We'll see how they decide to do things. I hope they do it like mm-hmm. the movie used to do, where they bring everybody in the ring and they all hit hit
1: finishers on each other. That's the only That'll way that I'll accept insane. it. Like, yeah. Everybody's out there, and then Cody just comes out and hits his finish like a thousand times on all the inner circle. Let's do it! yep
0: and then he loses sorry little man <laughs> Sammy Guevara's gotta go do Bang but Bros videos
1: they will go 60 minutes there will be 3 judges yeah, so we more. will get it there must be a <laughs> there, there must, must be a bin.
0: winner. oh god match can cannot be stopped, be stopped for any stopped reason,
1: for
0: any reason. <laughs> awful um, alright guys thank you guys once again if you guys want to head over to Apple leave us a 5 star rating review we would really really appreciate it of course check out the shop stuff all that good gimmick stuff and, uh, A
1: new Texas Deathmatch t-shirt on sale pre-order right now, today! Go get, go it. get it! And
0: uh, that's it for Deadlock this week. So uh, we'll catch you guys next time on the next episode of the Deadlock Podcast.